I am here with award-winning author J.M. Buckler. J.M. Buckler has written Seeker of Time, Stillness of Time, and Passage of Time, all young adult fantasy fiction books, which have received praise from the likes of Kirkus Reviews and which have been best-selling young adult books on Amazon. Buckler also offers writing-based programs to diverse audiences, which is what we're going to talk about today. We really focus on how one can reshape and reclaim one's life, as Buckler did when she began her own writing journey. After years of drifting through life, feeling insecure and lacking a sense of meaning or purpose, always trying to be the image and fill the role that others held out for her, she took a leap of faith and walked out on the person she was supposed to be, instead diving into the world of her imaginary characters. Through developing their lives, Buckler discovered that she cultivated her own ultimately finding her calling and passion, transforming her reality and emerging a grounded and confident young woman. I'm so excited for this episode as I have such a passion for writing and JM just really hits it on the nose. Let's get to it. Welcome to the Fashion Your Passion podcast. I'm your host, Sammy Reyes, a college student here to help you fashion your passion and transform your life. This past year, I've learned a lot about living out your true passions and implementing the best habits, and I'm ready to share these tips with you. Season three is nothing like you've ever heard on any other podcast before, and I'm so excited to take you on this journey with me. Let's get to it. As many of you know, this podcast was just a 4 a.m. idea in preparation for a school project. Now it is a way that I get to spread my voice and help other teens create the best habits for their life. I want to hear your voice too. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. It's free. There's all the tools you need in the app or on their website. And my favorite part is that Anchor distributes your podcast for you so that it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and so many more. You can make money from your podcast too. It's everything you need. And all you have to do is go to anchor.fm or download the free Anchor app to get started. I can't wait to listen to your podcast. Welcome back to the Fashion Your Fashion podcast. I am so excited to be here with an amazing author, J.M. Buckler. She is a three-time award-winning author as well as a workshop host of some sorts. And she talks all about the power of writing. So J.M., welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Of course. So can you just tell my listeners a little bit about you, sort of what you do, and sort of how you got to this point? I am a self-published author. I write fantasy fiction, and I like to call them secret self-help books, because one of my goals was to try to give a little bit more than a great escape from reality to my readers. So I wanted to... uh, give them some powerful message, something they can take away after they close the book. I started writing pretty late in life. I didn't didn't get serious until 2017. I never saw myself as a writer or an author. I actually, I hated English class in school. Um, I loved literature. I loved reading. I've always been an avid reader, but the idea of writing papers or even the idea of writing a book just... That was never something I wanted to do. Um, I spent the majority of my early college life switching my major, I think, every semester, constantly searching for happiness outside of myself, thinking if I got another job or if I switched to this this major or that major, that maybe I would be satisfied. So it kind of led me down this, I guess you could say, a downward spiral. 
And one day, I remember I was sitting in, um, I forget what, I was, a, I was at the University of Texas when I was sitting in, in one of my classes. And I don't know what it was, but the professor asked who remembered 9-11. And I was the only one to raise my hand. And in that moment, I felt really old <laughs> <laughs> for sitting there because I was like, I... I was in high school. I drove to school on the morning of 9-11. I remember it very well, but these kids had it. And I got up and I left. And I decided that I was going to stop trying to conform into this mold that society had created for me. Mm. I decided to let go of a lot of these stigmas of you need a college degree to be successful. You need to have a good job to be successful. And I got so caught up in that that I it, it, I feel like it it, blo- it was blocking any creativity that I might have had. Mm. So, like my characters, uh, my books, I decided to take a jump, take a leap of faith into the unknown. And I kind of stayed in a place that is very scary for a lot of people of not knowing what you're going to do next. But mm. I accepted that and I owned it. I said, you know what? I don't know what I want to do. I know I don't. I know what I don't want to do. I don't want to keep having these dead end jobs and trying to. I had student loans piled up of trying to find something that I thought was going to make me happy. And it was shortly after I accepted this, I woke up one morning with the idea for my story. And it wasn't from a dream. I just was laying there one morning and it came to me. And I saw the beginning and the end and knew I needed to fill the details. Well, it wasn't. It wasn't a quick process by any means because right away the self-doubt kicked in and I thought to myself oh we didn't finish school you don't have a degree you can't write a book and so that weighed on me very heavily for about four years and I remember driving back and forth I had the county job and I would drive back and forth to work just kind of plotting in my mind I never wrote anything down about the story and then one day my husband um he was the only person I told that I had an idea for a story and he said well you know what do you have to lose just try it Mm. And so I did, and it was very challenging, and the words weren't flowing. I didn't have a clue what I was doing. I Googled how to write a book. I was very, very green. <laughs> and I didn't try to reach out to anyone for help. I was like, I'll just do this quietly on my own because I had never finished anything I started. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want people to look at this as, oh, it's just another hobby that she started. You know, it'll, it'll die off soon. So I, uh, my husband and I, we moved. I had our first child, and I ended up slipping into a very uh, dark depression after I had my my child. The baby blues hit me really hard, and after dealing with that, I had a physical ailment pop up that was a chronic hives, and I had been diagnosed with it. No one could find a cure. It was just this is something you're going to have to have to live with, maybe for the rest of your life. Mm. So it was very concerning. I was very depressed. We moved again, thinking maybe if we changed our environment, that might solve our problems. That's not, not the case. <laughs> and I started writing. But this time, I started doing things a little different. I was like, I'm just gonna, I'm not going to force myself to write. I'm going to write when I want to write. And that started happening a little more. And then I noticed that I started giving, putting my characters in very challenging situations emotionally. Yeah. Um, even though it's a fantasy series, it has a very nonfiction spin because emotionally, uh, it's a lot of stuff that I've gone through. Mm. And I noticed that the depressive state I was in started to lift and my life started going away. Right. And so then I had a shift kind of spiritually in my life where I said, okay, I, uh, I am an avid reader, and I love the escape of a good book, but I want something more. I like getting getting a life lesson, something out of it. I noticed in the YA 
For sure. That's 100% true. Because I know for me, writing has been something that I've always turned to in terms of whether it's, you know, like podcast writing, quote unquote, or, you know, with my book or something like that, or just, you know, personally, it's definitely been something that, you know, has helped me. I want to dive a little bit back into sort of when you took that leap of faith and you're like, I don't really know what I'm going to do. Because a lot of high school and college students are sort of like, they have that same like sort of not mentality, but that thought of like, okay, I'm here. Yeah, I made it. But like, I don't really know where I'm going to go. And I don't know what I'm going to do. And I don't know what my job is going to be and stuff like that. So like, what were sort of the things that like you sort of figured out along the way that you could share with them about that sort of situation? I think it's just taking a moment to listen Mm -hmm. to yourself and to listen to what, what you want, not what your parents want what your boyfriend or your girlfriend or your spouse or your siblings want. It's what you want. And it's very easy to get caught up and to want to please others. Mm-hmm. And if you spend your whole life trying to please others, you're going to be miserable. And that was something that I learned along the way. It was once once when I, you know, got real with myself and said, what is it that you want to do in life? Because, you know, everyone has a passion. It's mm-hmm. just to find it. <laughs> yeah. And so, uh, and everyone has a purpose. So it's just, it's listening to yourself. And, and, you know, I feel like, you know, a lot of times we get those quiet whispers and we hear it and we ignore it. And then sometimes it takes to get whacked upside the head to yeah. <laughs> to say, oh, okay, this is what, what I want to do. No, for sure. And especially it's like with the rush of society too. It's like everyone thinks they have to go so fast, so fast, so fast. Yeah. But then the most, I think the most powerful thing is when you sit down and with yourself and just take a moment to slow down and be like, okay, like, what do I really want? You know, like, where do I want to go in this life and stuff like that? So that's really powerful. Another piece that I talk a lot about 
on this podcast is self-doubt. And I want to dive into that a little bit. Everyone has their, you know, different takes on it. But for you, like, what was, I know you touched on it, but like, what was that like? And how did you really move past it in terms of like pushing through that fear and finally realizing like, oh crap, like I just need to get this done. And when I get it done, like there are so many things that I could do with it. Yeah, self-doubt is an annoying little beast because it'll sit on your shoulder and kind of yammer in your ear. And, you know, everyone has a choice in life, and I feel like it's you have the choice if you want to listen to that self-doubt or mm-hmm. not. And that's kind of to the crossroads where I came in my life is I just really got tired of listening to it because I saw how much it was holding me back. And it's the constant little, little things of, oh, I don't know if you should try that probably you might not be very good at it and when in reality what does it come down to it's fear you know if you you have fear coming up you're afraid of disappointing you're afraid of embarrassment you're afraid of what society might think you're you're not good enough it's a struggle that I, i i deal with it every day and before like i mentioned weighing heavily on me i was listening to it nonstop. And now I, I see it. I just try not to identify with it, mm. say that that self-doubt is me because it's not. Mm. So I look at it as it's more of an attack. And I notice when I am doing a new venture in my life or something I've never done, it's very loud, yeah. <laughs> the voice in my ear. And I just try to remind myself that, you know, all the great entrepreneurs in the world, everyone has had self-doubt. Everyone has had a moment where they don't think they can do it. And it's those who say... I can. I'm not going to listen to the negativity that actually gets stuff done. So I just try to remind myself that because it is, it's it's an everyday battle. No, for sure. A hundred percent. That's so good. So powerful. I want to touch on writing as a whole and sort of the, again, like we talked talk about before, like how transformative it is. So if people are listening and they're like, I've never really like, quote unquote, written anything outside of school or whatever, like what are some of like your the first steps you would recommend to them to sort of writing things mm-hmm. so that they can start to heal in a sense. Yeah, the great thing, I call it, it's a free prescription. Mm-hmm. You can write yourself because it's such a powerful tool and it doesn't, I, I get a lot of my workshops, people ask, saying, I'm not a writer. I don't know how to do this. Mm-hmm. And that's the great thing. You don't have to be a writer. With personal narrative writing, as I call it, which is, it's, it's deeper than a journal entry of with listing the task that you did that day. It's like an emotional account of what you experienced. So I always tell people that try to find 15 minutes a day for about a week. And a quiet time, do you prefer to write, you know, if your quiet time is the morning or is in the evening, just the importance of having that time for yourself is so valuable too. Mm-hmm. Because if you, if, you, if you give yourself that time it's like a pat on the back. Yeah. <laughs> you appreciate yourself, and that's very powerful as well. So I tell people to just sit down, and it's, it's great. You're not worried about punctuation or grammar. It's like a stream of consciousness writing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, did someone cut you off in traffic, upset you? Did you get a fight with, with a coworker? Are you upset with a sibling? Or did someone say something to you that offended you? Did you see your child take his or her first steps in it? give you a shot of joy did you know you finally make up with the best friend after having a feud for a few months the good and the bad as we call it I tell people just to write about it all how did it make you feel and you'll see that once it's out of your mind you have this freer space for mm-hmm. them 
and you'll start sleeping better. It's funny, you know, I've got to go in bed and I'm making a list in my mind of things mm. I need to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I notice when I just get up and write it down real quick, I go to bed in no time mm-hmm. because it's actually out of our mind. And that's what Dr. Pinnabaker, in his 30 years of research, um, had found with doing these control studies of people doing what he calls expressive writing, that is just this, it's just writing about was there an experience in your life that you consider very uh, traumatic? That's literally perfect because I know like that's honestly how I started like when I wanted to start writing outside of school like that's how I started I slowly got into it you know and then I started to do like morning pages for like 10-15 minutes every morning you know and just like consciously you know whatever I was thinking I just wrote down so that's really good. Something else I tell people if they've That's a really good tip, too. I never even thought of doing that because, you know, there are some things, like, you may not want to write out and sort of, like, relive in a sense. And so that way, yeah, that's actually really good. So this conversation has been so powerful, and I want to thank you once again for coming on. I want to give you this final question that I ask all of the guests who have ever been on the podcast. So based off of how you have fashioned your passion, what is one tip that you would give dreamers? sure where can people find you on like social media and then where can they find your books as well
Thank you so much for tuning in once again to the Fashion Your Passion podcast. I hope you learned something from this episode. And if you did, don't forget to screenshot you listening to this episode, post on your Instagram story, and tag me at Fashion Your Passion podcast. I love hearing what you learned. As well, do not forget to scroll down and leave a rating and review. I love to read those too and know what you guys are thinking about the podcast. Be sure to tell all of your friends about this podcast because I want to spread this to as many teens as possible. Thank you so much for listening and I'll talk to you guys next week.